Time now for University Showcase, spotlighting the athletic programs at Trebekah University, Tennessee Tech University, and throughout the Ohio Valley Conference. University Showcase is presented by Legends Bank, Tennessee Tech, Trebekah, Delta Dental, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers, Jackson Boone Racing, Sam Sports Grill, and Sam's Place. And now, here's your host for University Showcase, Hall of Famer, Greg Pogue. Well, Greg Pogue is off today. He is uh, on the road. He just called me a little bit ago, distracting me from driving. Uh, But I hope he's having a great day today, going on the road to broadcast uh, TSU basketball a little bit later on today. Big games. We'll talk about that with Kyle Swartz here in just a minute. We'll talk about the uh, OVC men's and women's basketball standings, the conference tournament coming up at the Ford Center in Evansville, which is just a fabulous location, not only as a city, but as a facility for the OVC tournament. And uh, and especially just kind of looking at the revamped OVC. And I got a little bit of a closer look at it over the last 24 hours preparing for the show a little bit here. And uh, we'll talk with Kyle about that coming up. Also, a little bit later on, we'll talk with Matt Polk, who is the Tennessee Tech golf coach, men's head coach, and women's assistant, former women's head coach. And then we'll talk with Ben Tyree, who is the Treveca softball coach, now longtime softball coach, very successful coach with the Treveca program. He is headed today. If you're in Middle Tennessee, this will hurt you a little bit more than it will anybody else. He's headed to Florida to for a week. They take their spring break in Florida just about every year at what they call the PFX, the spring game. They don't ever invite their SID. By the way, their SID is me, and I think they should uh, take me down there uh, for this spring break every year. Don't you, Will? I mean, you already you already have enough responsibilities as it is, but I understand like a nice trip to Florida would be pivotal, especially with the inconsistent flu-type, Never know what you're gonna get weather here in in the in Nashville. Rejuvenation is the word I'm looking for. Well, I'm looking for Claritin at this point. Are you okay? <laughs> so I come in earlier, and Will is on the floor working on the headphones. I thought I thought maybe I needed to leave, but uh, anyway. So this is uh, Greg Ruff sitting in for Greg Pogue in the Strike and Spare Studios, and here on University Showcase. And we appreciate you guys listening every week to Treveca, the OVC and Tennessee Tech. Uh, guests that are on here. It's always uh, very entertaining. I, I tune in normally, obviously, to listen to the Trevecca guests and make sure that Pogue doesn't uh, harass me too much, which I understood he did a pretty good job last week on that. But but also, you start listening to these other coaches and administrators from the OVC and from Tennessee Tech, and um, it's pretty interesting what everybody is doing, all these different schools. And of course, what I do, it makes it even more interesting. But it's just interesting to see what the teams are doing, what the coaches are doing, what the, what the schools are doing with their athletic department, media relations, broadcasts, whatever it may be. And we'll, that's a nice segue into a guy who does all that and does it really, really well for the Ohio Valley Conference. Kyle Swartz, would you remind me what your official title is? Because I know these things change occasionally. I just try to get it as long as possible. Yeah. You know, uh, Associate Commissioner for Strategic Communications. And what I want you to do now is define each word and why it's in there. <laughs> That's <laughs> just exactly kidding, just right. Kidding. Stop, you know. 
and and we do the same thing, right? So like the, the job has so much changed over the years, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, communications is a good way to kind of wrap up all the little things that we do and uh, that falls under our places to help our programs get the get the word out, right? When I was I went to uh, my advisor at Treveco. Uh, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was I, I changed my degree multiple times. By the way, I started off in uh, the ministry. I was going to be a minister, and so wisely someone told me that wouldn't be a good uh, job for me. But I ended up, and, and finally my advisor just said, said, well, why don't you do communication studies? That will be useful to you your entire life. I said, sure, whatever, and did it. And now, I, and that's one of those pivotal moments that I had no part in really other than just saying, yeah, sure. And it was true. It, it, made a difference in my life because I learned so many different things that I use every day now. And I know people say that I don't ever use anything. My, I do every day use things I learned on my, on, in my degree. I don't know if that was a question or not, but <laughs> I started out as a political science major, which would have been a huge mistake as well. And ended up actually as a marketing major before getting into communications, but it's right. You can do anything with, the, that, with was, that kind of background. That was my minor political science. And I don't use that hardly at all, except for when I watch TV. So, <laughs> so, and what, one thing that you do use in sports information, in communications, in broadcasting, in all areas of athletics is math. Math is something you use all the time. And especially right now, this time of year, when you're looking at the OVC men's and women's basketball standings and trying to figure out who's going to advance, who's going to play who, and when they're going to play. And I've looked through it just a little bit. And I'm sure you've looked at it a lot more. And just like just about any conference in the country, it's very confusing. It's coming down to significant games today. Could we start with the women first, who are Southern Indiana is uh, locked up ironically guess guess where the tournament is by the way in in evansville and they're a brand new member to the to the league and they're in there dominating the women's side talk about uh, the women's bracket a little bit and what matters today today you know southern indiana last year was their first year in the ovc they didn't take our top eight teams to the tournament they didn't even qualify last year for the tournament uh their first year in division one and that's tough moving up this year, they're 16-1. and one. They have really been by far the best team. So we've known they've been the regular season champions for almost three weeks. We know they're going to be number one seed, and they're just waiting to see where everybody else is going to be. So the exciting thing is, you know, people use the word parity, but uh, we really do have a lot of good women's teams. So after them, you have two teams with 11 wins, two teams with 10 wins, and a, and a team with nine wins. So we have a lot of movement between two and five and you know, Tennessee State is playing at UT Martin today. So you'd learn could likely be that two seed if they win or even if they lose. We got an Eastern Illinois and an, you know, Tennessee Tech who's on this program. They're right there too, and along with Little Rock. So a couple teams who some other and Tennessee Tech um, um, plays Little Rock today. So, you know, movement on here and there. So we had all the tiebreakers sort of worked out, but I do know this like the top five seeds are all gonna be teams with double digit conference wins. So I think we're in for a good tournament on the women's side coming up next week in Evansville. I was looking uh, at it just a little bit because uh, we were talking about TSU with uh, with Greg Pogue a little bit earlier. Uh, but TSU and SEMO are tied. If I'm correct, yeah. they're tied for the number eight. And if you're and I looked at Tennessee State and I was like, well, oh my, they have to play uh, UT Martin, which is number two in the league. And I thought, well, that that stinks. Who does SEMO play? And I was like, oh no, they play number one, Southern Indiana. So. <laughs> So, that, that's, so, that's, so obviously that has a very good chance of going to the tiebreaker. Correctly, and so 
for TSU, which obviously is the local story, they need to win. They don't win the tiebreaker with SEMO. Um, So TSU will have to win that game today. So if they don't, um, then SEMO is going to get that eighth spot. But probably not probably stressful for the teams and the coaches, right? But it is sort of exciting going in for fans or administrators the last day. Like, there's something to play for, which there's something to be said about that. Absolutely. Well, the men's side is uh, less clear. You've got three teams here tied at 13 and four for, and I'm sure there's tiebreakers already in play, but you've got Moorhead State, UT Martin, and Little Rock. Again, another relatively new member to the OVC in there in the top three. And then, it, it, then there's a 12 and five Western Illinois uh, right there in Tennessee State at 10 and seven. And again, everybody uh, looks really, really good, especially in the upper half of that bracket. Well, Morehead State was sort of rolling for a while, and then they lost three games in a row and kind of came back to, to the whole group. So I did some research yesterday as a good communications person yeah. to do. Three times in the history of the 76-year history of the OVC has there been a three-way tie for the champion. So um, ironically, Morehead State has been involved every time that's huh. happened, and if it happens today, they'll be they'll be involved. I would say... All three of those teams are probably favored to win their games. I think the toughest is, is TSU against Martin, really. I think Moorhead and, and Little Rock are going to win. If they all win out, the, the, for the fans listening, the, the tiebreaker, you take everybody in the ties record against everybody, and then you see who has the best record. And Little Rock is, is in control of their own destiny. So if Little Rock wins, they're going to be the one seed. UT Martin would be the two, and Moorhead would be the three. And why that's important, the way the OVC tournament bracket works, is the number one and two seeds get double buys to the semifinals, and then the three and four seeds get single buys to the quarters. So if you're the one and two seed, you only have to win two games to go to the NCAA tournament. So very important to have a great regular season. So the tie isn't that hard to work out, but we could end up with three teams at the top. And I think that leads to the quality of men's basketball we have that any of those teams, and then even Western TSU right below them, have a chance next week in Evansville um, you mentioned Western. They're going to be the four seed no matter what. And then Tennessee State's locked into the five seed. So TSU will play the first game of the men's tournament next Wednesday night um, at 630 in Evansville. When you're in the role that you're in and you get new teams in, and you get you got new teams into the league, Little Rock, Southern Indiana, and Lindenwood, all mm-hmm. really good athletic programs. I'm, I'm very familiar with, with all three of them. And then you add in Western Illinois, who actually brings in a little bit of a rivalry with with, with some of the teams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a unique changing dynamic, and everybody is dealing with this among conferences now every, every year, almost it seems like, until until this thing kind of settles down. And it's all le- it's on all levels. It's D one, D two, D three, NAI, what, whatever league you're in, it's changing almost every year now in every conference. How, how do you handle that in helping the other teams in the conference get to know these new teams and vice versa? These new teams get to learn about and, and why they should want to beat so-and-so, which is which is the goal, right? Everybody wants to beat everybody, right? That's, for, that's a great question. I think there's probably some anxiety on everybody's end when it first happens and when you lose schools and then it's, uh, it's sort of like dating, like, hey, would you like to date us, new school, and, and come over here? <laughs> Um, and I think the big part is, you know, we actually had some, um, you know, Zoom um, get to know kind of things at the new school and like with the conference office, like, hey, here's what we do and what questions do you have? And then 
I think with them, they look for their excitement to be involved, to be associated with the OVC. The number one thing I've heard a lot is like, I'm looking forward to going to School X. I'm looking forward to taking road trips to School Y because it is new. And maybe you get it, you know, when you're in a, another conference for so long, you get comfortable, which is you, you like to be comfortable, but you also like to experience new things. I think the teams have been excited going going and seeing new OVC schools. The rivalry part, I don't know if they've quite met their rivals and, and who they want to beat. Although I would think, you know, on the men's side with Little Rock being in a three-way tie, that probably creates some rivalries right yep. away when you're playing for a championship. So I think it's just them going through the conference schedule once. And you're right, Western Illinois, them they're they're close to a lot of our schools. Our, our footprint has shifted a little bit geographically. Yep. They have a traveling trophy with Eastern Illinois, and they've played for over 100 years of basketball. So now instead of a non-conference game, that becomes a conference contest, which I think just makes it even more important. So, so far, I think everybody has integrated pretty well. And um, even though the teams look different, you know, five teams left, five teams, four new teams in over the last four years, it has been uh, it has been a pretty smoothless transition. Uh, one of the things that uh, you look at here too is the OVC tournament, and and with Southern Indiana coming in, that kind of changes that dynamic a little bit too, because you got a team locally. This there, but this has been a good fit for the OVC as well. A really good facility, a really fun city to be to. Probably a very underrated. I'm very familiar because Trevec has been in the uh, Division Two in the Midwest region, and Southern Indiana was a team that we played quite a bit as a region opponent, and they hosted a lot of events there, uh, regional things, especially track and field and, and whatnot. They do a really, really good job, and so that's that to me. That's a when I heard they were going. D1 and going OVC, I was like, yeah, that's a really, really good fit. And then you throw Lindenwood in, which is obviously very familiar mm -hmm. with them. That's that's a pretty good pair of D2s moving up to D1 and going to the OVC. You know, Evansville's really great, almost the center of our geographic footprint. and used to be Nashville. It's mm -hmm. shifted a little north now. Um, so Southern Indiana, obviously in Evansville, they're about 15 minutes from away from downtown. And the, our tournament is at the Ford Center downtown, which is actually the it's the home court of the Evansville Aces. So yeah. their men's team play there. They have all the big concerts and, and sporting events. Um, seventh year we've been there. The building is fantastic. In addition to our tournament, as you referenced, they've hosted the, the Division Two regionals, the Division Two mm -hmm. Elite Eight. So USI actually played in a men's Division Two Elite Eight at the building and had a great fan base. So last year their men played one game and and, and lost, and their women didn't qualify. This year, their women are the, obviously, as I said, the number one seed. Their men are in that last. Um, they're playing Tennessee Tech, battling Tennessee Tech for the last spot today. So, pro, you know, with their presence there, probably a few bit more fans and a, a little bit more excitement. Um, but I, I don't know if the other teams view it as a, a huge advantage yet for USI uh, playing in their hometown. But it does create a little extra buzz that uh, we, you know, we want those fans of Evansville. The fans that live in Evansville, whether USI fans, University of Evansville fans, or don't have an allegiance, to come see our product. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, football and the second year of the Big South OVC partnership. Because of all the shifting, I thought this was ingenious of you guys and the Big South to, to do. Just talk a little bit more in depth about that and how it, how it plays out. We reference changing landscape. Uh, one of the biggest changing landscapes has been uh, you know FCS, which was used to be one AA football, mm -hmm. and and teams that uh, we have teams moving conferences. A bunch of teams have moved up to the to the bowl subdivision uh, in recent years. So you know, a process started really three or four years ago of talking with other conferences about are there 
unique ways we could partner. And uh, before last season, our football teams at the time, we, we had six, and the Big South at the time had four, um, and we were in danger of losing an automatic bid, said, let's partner together, let's keep that automatic bid, and let's, let's make us, our tagline stronger together. Let's be stronger together. Let's um, do some, help each other out with both of our, our conference office staffs. And so last year we played, we had a, 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 a conference uh, of 10 members strong, which really finding games is tough, especially finding home games. You could go get, get buy games or people are paying you to come, you know, for them to beat you down. Um, but it's hard to get home and home games. So that, that even it's funny, even though we played the one year, we added Western Illinois to the schools that were with the Big South left. So next year we have nine teams, which actually is a great number for uh, scheduling. You, you have nine opponent, nine teams, you play eight conference games, and it's really strengthened what our teams are. So even though the dynamic of our uh, association has changed a little bit in, in from year one to year two, you know, having, having nine teams together to have a full conference schedule, and it's very geographically uh, together. We do have Gardner-Webb and Charleston Southern from the Big South, and, and, but that, that's not like we're having teams in, on the West Coast. So it really helps our teams some planning and, and, and just everything they need to have a successful season. Well, Kyle, it's always uh, good to talk to you. And apparently, uh, Greg is uh, always scheduling. When I'm in here, he's scheduling right. you as the guest. I don't really, uh, I don't know <laughs> which of us should be more offended. Uh, maybe equal uh, offended, yeah. <laughs> but it's always good to talk to you, Greg. Uh, appreciate you. it. All right. Thank you. That's Kyle Schwartz with the OVC. A lot of good stuff happening for them. Go to OVC.com to check out everything that's going on with the basketball tournament, with the OVC championships up in Evansville, and then also into their spring sports, which are going full bore right now. When we come back here at the Strike and Spare Studios, we'll move to Tennessee Tech and talk with Matt Polk, who is the head tech golf coach up there. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. 
Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Welcome in. Greg Russ sitting in for Greg Pogue here in the Strike and Spare studios and University Showcase on this Saturday morning here in Nashville, Tennessee. Glad to have you along, and we appreciate having Kyle Swartz on with the OVC. And we shift a little bit up to Cookville now, and we bring in the head golf coach of the Tennessee Tech Eagles, Polk Brown. Polk, glad to have you on. Thanks for having me. Uh, I was looking at your... Uh, bio as we go through this stuff and you played up there for uh bobby nichols and um just talk talk a little bit about i'm going to start there start with talking about playing for uh bobby nichols a hall of famer there at tennessee tech oh goodness coach was just a just an awesome guy just an honor to play for him um you know when when you're 18 i mean i really i I didn't really know much about him uh, going in high school because, I mean, I was just so unfamiliar with the recruiting process and college golf. But, you know, getting there in 2001 and playing for five years, getting to know that man, it was just such a privilege to be able to to play for him and be a part of Tennessee Tech golf. And missed him a lot. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy how fast time flies. And, 
you know, honestly, if he was still alive today, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. You'd probably be sitting here talking to him still because he loved it so much. Yeah. So, did, how much? How much did playing for him? You, when you look back, how much did, did you think about going into coaching before then or during then, or did he have anything to do with you going into coaching? Uh, when I was there, it never crossed my mind. <laughs> uh, I was like, no, I never even thought about it. But when uh, I finished playing and then um, when he when he got sick and he couldn't travel, I had a chance to take the women's team on a trip uh, shortly before he had passed. And uh, that's kind of when I got the bug. And uh, But no, I mean, I never – it never really, I never really thought about it up until uh, 2008, and you know, three years after that, the rest is history, pretty much. So, but I mean, I learned a lot from him, and you know, to this day, I still try to think about like, I mean, he's just such a good man, and just saw the good in people, and was always positive. And I mean, I, we could all be a little more positive, and um, I try to uh, think about those kind of things when I'm, you know, working with these young men and women. It's interesting to me that you coached women, then you end up with men, and then you were doing both. Uh, and then you're now the head coach of the men and assistant for the women. If the, if the bio is still accurate, I wanted to make sure of that, that. But talk about that dynamic a little bit and how and how that works. Because here's the thing about golf. We, if, if you've been around co- collegiate athletics for a long time, golf was kind of something that it was the second head coaching job for somebody or it was an assistant's job to do that, to kind of right. make, make ends meet for people. And that, and then it became right. where it was usually one head coach for both teams. And now that's starting to change where men and women are both getting their own head coach more and more across uh, college athletics. Kind of talk about that from your perspective. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, the first 10 years I had the job, I was the head coach for both. And we had an assistant coach that was the assistant for both. And um, I think three years ago now, maybe four years ago, I can't keep track anymore, we decided to uh, split the programs back up to where uh, we had a head coach for both. When coach passed away, they actually split the programs up to men and women, but the way the job worked then was a little bit different than it is now. And then when I – took the job over in 2011 they actually put the teams back together under one coach and and uh, something that uh always had hoped to do later on or, or as soon as we could kind of split the programs back up and you know i'm thankful for mark wilson and his administration uh put the mm-hmm. trust in myself and amanda smith to do that i mean amanda's been a godsend through our program she's she's great and one of my closest friends and just just the privilege to work with her every day and um it's it's certainly a different dynamic going from the girls to the guys and vice versa. So you got a lot of different personalities, and you have to kind of understand what makes them tick. Because it's certain it's, it can be different in a lot of cases. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, you guys, uh, next week you're going to invite me to go with you on your tournament, right? Uh, down there to Saint. Yes, Simon's. we actually. Yes, I have. Uh, I've told the team we've, we've got to make a little room for you, and uh, <laughs> you know we'll see if they can squeeze a spot in for you down there. Just bring your rain gear. Looks like we might get a little wet, but it's that'd be all right be down there. Warm, which is always a plus. Yeah. Well, don't, don't take me. Take take your sports information crew down there to Saint Simon. That, that's I've <laughs> okay. having been there a few times. That is a great place. I noticed you do a really good job. Do you do the scheduling? Because it looks like you do a really good job of strategically planning your trips. We we do. Um, we're we are the sole people in charge of doing that. I mean, we have to, you know, get the go ahead on you know, yeah. some of these trips because they're farther away and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, like in the spring especially. I mean, we want to try to 
go a little south of Tennessee if we can. I mean, it doesn't yep. always work out that way, yep. but, um, you know, I've never been to Sea Island, so, I mean, I'm, I know about it and everything, so I'm excited about that. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the guys are really excited about it, looking forward to it. So it's, uh, it's a very historic place, very beautiful place down there, and I, I know you'll enjoy it. And then – and then I, I noticed on the schedule, uh, the, I think it's the following week, maybe a little bit more than a week, uh, the Bobby Nichols Intercollegiate, and you host that in Sevierville, which I thought was interesting too because there's, well, there's some really good golf courses over there. But talk about some of the backing behind that. Obviously, you're honoring your former coach, Bobby Nichols, with that naming. Sure. Um, well, it just, I guess, back in like 20, when I first got the job, I, absolutely, I wanted to do a tournament in his name, but, you know, it just took a couple of years to kind of get it going. And, um, we wanted to try to have it. I mean, certainly someday we hope to have it in Cookville, but, but that Sevierville golf club is a 36 hole facility. And we were able to have the, the women's teams play on the Highlands course and the guys play on the river. So we kind of knock it all out in one swoop. Yep. And, um, just to honor Coach Nichols, I mean, we act, usually just about every year it falls on the anniversary of uh, Coach passing away, either in the days leading up or during the tournament or right after. So it's kind of kind of cool in a way how that worked out scheduling wise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we originally went out there, um, the head golf professional general manager Ashley Magaha, who was Ashley Bill, she played at Tech uh, before I went to Tech. I mean, she's since moved on to, to other things, but it was a good connection to have to begin with. And, um, I think this is our 11th year there. And, uh, Kristen Valentine and her staff have been pretty good to us. And so we're, you know, we've, we've kept it going and uh, we're excited about this year. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a little warmer this year than it was last year, <laughs> but Hey, you know, you know, mid March, you just really never know what you're going to get anywhere around this part. So it, it is, it is a roll of dice around here. You never, it could be, it yeah. could be 75 or 78 or right. it could be uh, 32 with flurries. So we, yeah. uh, yeah, well, we we had that last year, a little 32, 33 with some flurries. Uh, we're, fingers crossed it's more uh, – I mean, I'd be happy with 40 degrees compared to last yes, year. So. absolutely. Uh, yeah. We had a, we yeah. hosted a tournament. I work at Trevecca in Sports Information. We hosted a tournament mm-hmm. at Old Hickory Country Club several times. Yeah. And I think it was April that this, this actually happened. I, I was out there, and it was a beautiful day and uh, in the morning, and by the afternoon it was cold and it was snowing. And I got I got some great pictures <laughs> – of our golfers out there in the snow, but, uh, they, they were not happy with that. Uh, even though, yeah, got, we, we, uh, maybe we should have went into basketball where it's 72 <laughs> and sunny and no wind. So you, yeah. you know, David head and yes. Wilkins and all that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good yep. really, really good people. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. They, they, you said that right. They're very, very good people. That's kind of like, and that's the golf community too. Right. And, uh, right. it, you, you all know each other and, uh, and, right. and obviously a lot of times play against each other and stuff like that. So, uh, d- d- they do a really, really good job. Uh, talk about this is something when I was looking at this, I thought like, you played at Tech and now you coach at Tech. How did how does that has to be very make you very proud? Not only coaching the program that of, of someone that you respected a great deal and taken over for him, but uh, but talk about playing at your alma mater like that and, and continuing to uh, give back to kids, uh, young men and women. Um, nowhere else I'd rather be. I mean, this is, there's still a lot of days, 13 years later, that I can't believe this is my job. <laughs> um, it's just, um, you know, growing up in East Tennessee, I mean, in, in Kingston, I'm like, I, I, I love where I grew up, but I've actually been in Cobble now longer than I've lived in Kingston. And, yeah. Um, 
you know, to be able to give back to a place that's given me so much. I'm sorry. It's given me so much. It's just been, um, uh, I, there's just so many days where I'm just so thankful and appreciative of this opportunity, you know, and when Mark hired me, I was as green as that grass outside your studio. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, a lot to learn and, uh, I just, I look forward to what lies ahead. It's just, it's just been great to do this. And I just can't believe sometimes that I, this is still what I do. So, well, you, you grew up in a pretty good, pretty good area too. And you got, yeah, I know, I uh, noticed that you had your first job. It was an apprenticeship at, uh, Halston Hills country. College. That's not a bad place to, to go to work either. Was it? <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I think I was 24 or 25 then. I mean, sometimes I wonder how I would be being 41 working there now. I think I'd be a little, I think I'd do a little bit better than I did back <laughs> then. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, like a, golf has just been such a huge part of my life. And Chris Dibble, who, who's still the head pro out there, actually ran into him the other day. And they were really good to me. And it was just, it was kind of, it was awesome to kind of see what it looked like on that side of the fence. Cause I mean, the golf business, I mean, it takes special people to work in that in that uh, area, and uh, you know Chris is one of them. And I'm, I'm I'm thankful for the time he let me work out there. Just you know, just kind of steered me forward. There's still <laughs> some golf balls there that that I hit and never found. So or some, 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 somebody found them. There, well, but. I mean, they they may be pretty far under by now. But if I get back out there, I'll take I'll take a look and see if I can find them for you. So one, one of many course I don't play much anymore, but that's one of the many courses where I paid less than everybody else per stroke. Uh, that day so that's that's the way I, that, I win in that in that category i played less uh, stroke. what what do you look for when you go out and recruit people i looked at your uh looked at your roster you got people a lot of people from uh tennessee and and really close by what what do you look for in a golfer that you want to bring into tech we need uh just besides of- besides a low handicap sure i mean that goes without saying yeah. i mean they have to, i mean but i think um our responsibility is to find a uh, high character young men and women who can come in here and represent our university the right way on all platforms, you know, in the community, the classroom, on the golf course, and uh, just young men that are humble, uh, willing to take coaching, you know, constructive criticism, and just are really very appreciative of just the opportunity to do this because, I mean, myself and every coach really in, in, in golf or any collegiate sport, we get so many emails, so many things for so many prospects. It's just so hard, you know, to, to sift through those and find the right person for the team, but, um, got to be good at managing your time. We throw a lot at you, but just uh, high quality young men and women, blue collar kids that are going to go above and beyond what's required of them. I mean, that's, I know that's probably like a, you know, cookie cutter answer, but it's, it's true. And in golf, you know, you, you learn a lot about people. It's such an individual sport and just seeing how they react to adversity on the golf course and how they deal with things. I mean, we pay a lot of attention to that. I mean, shooting a score is only part, you know, it is a part of it, but just the way they carry themselves and conduct themselves, you know, it's huge. And that's a lot of stuff that we look at when we're recruiting. So if you, if you walked up to me on, uh, on the golf course and I, and I was hitting, uh, a, a wedge on a par three and I threw my golf club, my dad's nine iron in the pond. Would that, would that help me or hurt me in the recruitment process? Uh, I'd have the paperwork for you right away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be a quick trip for Polk. I'd probably be, uh, heading on back to Coldwell after that. If you were the person I was there to watch, I don't really, 
You know, we're yeah. not going to waste our time with stuff exactly. like that. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but that's just yeah, no, we, we don't need that. And, and that and that does matter, and that's and that's that's interesting. Those are, those are the things that that coaches do look like look at yes, uh, as as being important. And as my dad as my dad told me later, said you're not good enough to throw a club. And uh, so <laughs> so and and that was a right. lesson learned. But sometimes those things happen, right? With with uh, young men and they women do. out there on the course. But um, that's something that's uh, very interesting. Now I got I got like two more things here. One one of them is. Sure. And this is a hard one, and and you can do more than one thing, but maybe one or two, just moments in time as as the coach there at Tennessee Tech that that you'll never forget. Oh, well, one of the first things that comes to mind is a couple of years ago when we, um, so we do match play at our conference championship. Now we play fifty four hole stroke, and then the top four go to match play. And so the first year we had match play, we were fortunate enough to make it to the finals. Um, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't win. But just that journey of uh, that week in Cape Girardeau to make it that far, and um, you know, we won the stroke play portion by like five shots, and we hadn't done that since 1990. And then just it just so happens, you know, it's the first year that we go to stroke play after that, but. You know, I wanted I wanted or I wanted match play, so you know I'm glad it, I'm mm-hmm. glad we had it. But yeah. just the memory of that, just the high pressure situation that those those young men were in. I mean, it was you know I hate that we weren't able to finish the job, but just um, going along for that ride and and um, being there with them through that that was it was bittersweet. I mean, it was awesome, but it was tough mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, uh, golly. That's a there's pretty good one. So you much. you can leave it there yeah. if you want to. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'll just say there's been so much that's happened, and um, you know, I think my other memory, one other thing that comes to mind is just you know the relationships that we get to build with these mm-hmm. these young men and women. I mean, it's you're not gonna, yeah, I mean, you coach so many of them. I mean, some of them you're gonna have probably closer relationships than others, but I can think of one in particular where. Um, just how much our relationship evolved over the five years he was here. I mean, it was, there was some tough sledding there for a while, but when he finished, like I felt like we were closer than we'd ever been. And, um, you know, I think a lot, a lot of that kid and I'm um, just excited for what his future holds just to get that, build that relationship with him was, was pretty cool. So you mentioned the, uh, stroke and match play, and that's really something that's evolved in golf. I really like it as, as someone who mm-hmm. played golf, not particularly well, but I've been a fan of golf over, over my entire life really. But how did, how did that change how you prepare and schedule? And, and we've got about a minute or so, but kind of run sure. through how, how maybe that changed how you set up your schedule, how you prepared your team for that. Right. So, I mean, we, we do play a match play event during the course of the year. So, um, I mean, that is something that uh, we, we try now that we do that. We try to find at least one event a year where we're doing that besides conference should we have the opportunity to make it to, to that part of the event. Um, it's just, you know, the mindset. And then you kind of have to – you kind of have to think about, like, who would be best matched up with who. I mean, it's just kind of – you don't really want to just throw them all out there and see what happens. you got to look at who your opponent is and kind of what – their tendencies are and kind of what their level of player is and who you want to put against them, things like that. It's, 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 um, there's a little, it's more like a, a chess match really than just putting them out there and letting them play. So, but I like it. It's a nice wrinkle and you know, it's, 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 it, I think the, the guys seem to really enjoy it too. So. 
Well, hey, it's been it's been good to talk with you. Polk Brown, the head coach at Tennessee Tech, has been joining us. Uh, really enjoyed your conversation today. And uh, good luck the rest of the year and at the conference tournament down in uh, Muscle Shoals. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys. All right. It's University Showcase. I'm Greg Ruff sitting in for Greg Pogue today. We'll be back in the Strike and Spare studios in just a moment. We'll be joined by Ben Tyree, the head softball coach at Trevecca. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. 
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Greg Ruff sitting in for Greg Pogue today. The Hall of Famer and Grandpa is uh, headed on the road today, TSU at UT Martin. And so he asked me to come in and sit in with you guys here on University Showcase at the Strike and Spare Studios. And our last guest today is Ben Tyree, the uh, head softball coach at Trevecca Nazarene University. 16th year, is that correct, Ben? Uh, that's what you tell me every time you talk to me. So I'm assuming that's correct. Well, that, let's can you uh, hear me. I, I can hear you. Absolutely. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. And that's, and that's unfortunate, right? <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you going today? By the way, where you, I understand you're, uh, you're on the road today. Where are you headed to? Well, we're going, to, we're going South. We're going, we're going down to Winter Haven, Florida, play, uh, stay for a few days and play a few games. I understand you invited your uh, your uh, sports information director to go with you to Huntsville, but not to Florida. Can you explain that? There's a good reason for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do we need to get into that? I don't think we need one. Okay. Into all, right. all right. Good deal. You're 11 and five on the year. Uh, really tough schedule. Been following you guys pretty closely here. Really tough schedule. You got some good wins, and. Uh, are you happy with eleven and five? Where when when you started the season, would you have been uh, happy going eleven and five headed to the spring games? I really didn't think about that. I was hoping to come out of the gates. Uh, practice was tough early in the season. We didn't have much uh, opportunity to get on the field or practice or hit or stuff like that. So I wasn't sure how we was going to be prepared. I thought our pitching might be ready to go, but I wasn't sure about our hitting yet. And I think. Going down to Florida will help help that part of our our game, um, but yeah, I, I'm pleased with it. It it could it could very well be the other way around. So yeah, I, I think anytime you come out of there with eleven wins, it'd be good. Uh, you guys go down to Florida every year. Uh, I think I, almost every year uh, that you've been there, uh, the spring games is really kind of a unique event that's been going on. A lot of colleges go down there, and you and the big benefit I, I would assume. Uh, is you get a lot of reps in. You're pretty much guaranteed to get the games in. You get eight games. That's what you have scheduled down there. You get two a day. Uh, you also get to spend spring break down there. And I think there's probably, I would say, some uh, get the team getting to know each other is, is a big part of that too, right? I, I think it, every year we've gone down there, the team bonding that we get, uh, you're either going to get close to each other or you're going to hate each other by the time you get through with it because we <laughs> – we go down. We spend a lot of time together. Uh, we get to know each other. Uh, a lot of times on campus, we don't get that opportunity because they're in classes all the time and uh, working and just all kinds of things interfering with with us as a team. But this is probably the best team bonding thing that we could do all year long. Well, one of the things that that happens too that people don't think about with uh, with collegiate sports is, you know, they have to go to class, and and in particular uh, with softball, I know. 
uh, at Trevecca, at least anyway, you have some people that want to go into the medical field, in particular nursing, and there's a lot of restrictions that uh, a lot of things they have to do with the academics that, that get away. And this is one of those chances, where, like you mentioned, where you get to have you, you actually have to practice now a lot of times with your team separated, not everybody together. Right. And so this is an opportunity not only to practice, but also to play some games and do that bonding. Yeah, we, we have very few practices where everybody's uh, there at the same time. We have some that come during practice, come leave during practice. Uh, they're, they're students, student athletes in the mindset that they are there to get the education. And we have some very good students and, uh, we're appreciative of that, and we we try to help them any way we can. And but yeah, this week is a week they can kind of go and forget about classwork and labs, and just concentrate on playing softball. And that's that kind of makes us play a little bit better. You you said pretty good uh, student athletes, three point seven five GPA in the fall as a team. That was the team average. That's that's pretty spectacular, isn't it? Yeah, you don't you don't get that very often. This uh, we've had some really good students, but this uh, by far you bring in you know we brought in six new students. Uh, you got the players that have been here before, uh, but you never know what's going to happen because the courses they're taking uh, they they're not very forgiving, and you yeah. have to really stay on top of your game the whole time. Um, and they've done so well with that studying study halls and. Uh, and they compete. They compete in the classroom, and that's, I'm pretty proud of that. Last year in the uh, Great Midwest, next year you you and Trevecca moved to the Gulf South. Talk about does that uh, what does that what does that do what does that do for you and your team heading into this last run through the Great Midwest? We that's that's an interesting question because we we try not to talk too much about the Gulf South coming up because the, the We've got some business to take care of in GMAC, and and we 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 talk about that quite often. We want to leave GMAC on on a good note, but going to the Gulf South, it's it's kind of a flush starting all over, and it's an unknown that for the coaches, for the players, uh, they don't they don't know a lot of the teams, the places we go. Uh, they know that maybe the heavy heavy jackets get dropped and, and replace <laughs> them with with other things. Uh, and that's a good thing, but uh, we're excited about the move, but we're we're really taking an interest in where we are right now. Well, it it is it's something you guys have uh, won a lot in the Gulf South, uh, or excuse me, in the Great Midwest. Won championships regular season. Gone, gone. We're the first softball program in the in the conference to go to the regions. Uh, so you'll leave a little bit of pride uh, with what you've done in the Great Midwest, right? Yeah, it's it's we've got a lot of friends there and uh history there's a lot of history there and we 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 really think we have something to do uh while playing in, in the G Mac. We we have confidence in, in ourselves, but uh, it it's a it's a tough conference. It's gotten tougher the last few years. Yeah. And we feel like we have something to prove. All right. Well, Ben, good luck down there in Florida and and the rest of the year. And people can find out about you and your team and get links to follow you with live stats and whatnot. And uh, and the live broadcast at TNUTrojans.com or on on the app, on the Trevecca Trojans app. Ben, good luck. uh, The next week we'll be following. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. We'll be thinking about you every day. (laughs) Thanks a lot. All right. Ben Tyree, the softball coach at Trevecca, 16 years there, won a whole lot of games 
a whole lot of championships and got one more run in the great Midwest and uh, going to try to get ready for that. One last, one last trip uh, here in the pre-conference down to Florida. We'll come back and wrap up University Showcase in the Strike and Spare studios after this last timeout. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale through each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech. 
and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Wrapping up, University Showcase, I'm Greg Gruff, sitting in for Greg Pogue, who is off to broadcast TSU at UT Martin uh, today. A couple of games there, men and women, a couple of key games for both teams, really, uh, in, in both games. Uh, those are key uh, results that will happen in the OVC standings. We talked about the men's basketball and women's basketball standings with Kyle Swartz, who is the associate uh, commissioner uh, for strategic communications with the Ohio Valley Conference. You can find out more about the OVC tournament, which happens up in Evansville at the Ford Center at ovcsports.com. You can go find the schedule for today, the standings and all that, and uh, get links to follow those key games today. We also talked with Polk Brown, who is the head men's golf coach at Tennessee, Tennessee Tech and the assistant women's coach there. And you can find out more about uh, his team's at ttusports.com. We also talked with Ben Tyree, the longtime softball coach, 512 wins in 16 years at Trebek. You can find about them, links to their games, uh, live stats, and live video at TNU Sports, excuse me, TNUtrojans.com. I want to thank Will for getting me through this one again. Thanks, Greg, for the opportunity, and we'll see you next time on University Showcase from the Strike and Spare Studios. Hope you have a great day.